Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Getting Over Podcast. We're back and we're talking wrestling, we're talking the elimination chamber that we kind of maybe skirted over, kind of, sort of, maybe, sort of, kind of. Uh, and we're giving you a small preview for upcoming WrestleMania. So there's that. While I've got you, before we get started, I would ask you very kindly to please consider subscribing wherever you get your podcasts, because it would mean a lot to us. Right, that's enough of that. Let's get started. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast getting over. Recording in progress. Seems about right, Stu. Hello, hello. This is Getting Over, episode number 41. Um, first things first, I have to apologise for a slightly unscheduled break just before Elimination Chamber. Um, long-time listeners will know that we don't normally cover the Saudi-based premium live events uh, for a few reasons. But we were going to cover the Elimination Chamber as it's the first event held there with real kind of repercussions, especially um, main storyline in uh, this deep into WrestleMania season. However, the powers that be conspired against us and COVID finally got me. So, um, well, I mean, I think it was COVID. But it's headaches, a bit of feeling rough. Could have been the fact that I found a rock DVD in my cupboard that might have triggered it. But, uh, it, you know, it, it is what it is. Star. Anyway, all healed up. I had to find a coaster from somewhere. Um, but anyway, like I say, all healed up, ready to go, and we are back. And for those of you that are on the YouTubes, you will be able to see the usual suspects are, are with us. So for those of you listening along, uh, without further ado, joining us all the way from the other end of the 1079, the leader of the Cookie Cast Nation of Domination. The rock that holds this together, Mr. Andy Cook. Hi, hi, hi audio listeners. Hello, YouTube watchers. Uh, next up, we have the host of The Pursuit of Hoppiness, the ultimate beer fighting machine, if you will, that is Mr. Matthew Moore. Uh, hello. And from the look I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Just Paul introduce already me. Already I don't want to know what you've put for me. And, and last, but by no means least, the dealer to this nation. You're looking at the real deal now, folks. Oh, Mr. Paul Williams. Uh, welcome along, gents, and uh, thank you very much for Good joining us. Right. So, we, we, let's say it has been, has been a little while thanks to the unscheduled break in place, so we do have some Royal Rumble predictions to clear up first and foremost. Uh, I went into the Rumble holding that prestigious title, um, or, or not, in, you know, whatever. Uh, and would that be about to change? Well... In reverse order, we were swinging for a maximum of 10 points with the surprise entrance picks and all the rest of it. We have, in last position, with one single solitary point, it is Mr. Paul Williams. However, let, let's not say A strong showing from myself. Well, let, let's not take too much time to mention the, the one-point issue. 
as next up on two points we have uh, myself yep oh and Andy that's right two of us people got two got two points so I'm just gonna sit this out there that between Paul Andy and me we scored collectively five points which is as many points as Matthew Moore got on his own so now Matt is now up there on the championship podium alone looking down on us all with his five points so well done Matt that's, uh, that's I only crucial. come for the uh, I only come for the main premium events this is this this is where I turn up I do my best work at the main premium events Wrestlemania, come and see me. Royal Rumble, come and see me. The rest of the shit, I'm not interested in. Maybe I'll put a bit of effort in for SummerSlam, but you know the rest of it, I premium. I'm for the, I'm the premium, the premium, premium. I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah good stuff. Well, well, what won it for Matt? I hear you cry. How, you know, aside from the extra points that you got. Um, Skip, well, WWE. As usual, have a lot to answer for. Um, where were the surprise entrants in the Royal Rumble matches, for one? Why did Bobby Lashley win the WWE title from Brock? Only for him to get it taken back off him three weeks later at Elimination Chamber. We'll get to that. But there were some very strange booking decisions at the Rumble. Um, Matt was the only person to pick a Royal Rumble winner in the women's. And it was the only surprise entrant that anybody got across the board as well in, in Ronda Rousey. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty good going there. Um, but what what did we think to the Rumble? Has everybody had a chance to at least catch the bits that we wanted to? Or um, where, where, do, where do we stand on that one? It was... I was, I was really looking forward to it. And it's the, it, it's the one that's failed to deliver although saying that as the second that Lesnar lost the title match you just knew what the outcome was right I don't want to I don't want to interrupt or jump in but I was kicking myself for days on that one because I said on the podcast I was going to go a particular way with it I was going to say that somebody was going to lose the title and then they were going to appear in the in the rumble, and then they were going to win it, and like Paul said, the moment he lost the title, I was just like, "I should have, I should have gone with it because it was so obvious." I think the the difficulty for me with with the way that it went down was that Brock Lesnar is such a name that they didn't need to give him that Royal Rumble win, um, to, to even if they wanted to make it champion versus champion at Wrestlemania they had other routes to go um, and based on some of the stuff we've got coming up that will kind of explain itself a little, a little more as well um, but yeah the, the, the women's rumble I was actually okay with I was quite quite sort of I think that was probably the, the highlight of the, the, the whole event for me um, I mean the, the Roman Reigns Seth Rollins match to open uh, sorry, Seth freaking Rollins' match to open was was very good um, until the finish. Um, the entrance with Rollins coming out in the Shield tactical gear to the old theme music was was a lovely touch through the crowd and everything, um, and that, that that was very enjoyable. Decent match. Did, did you pick? 
just uh, just a quick comment. Did you pick up that he was actually walking down the steps in time with the beat of the music? Which is another like just a, just a little sort of thing, but it, 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 like another thing that sort of I just thought was a nice little touch. Adds adds to the sort of the, the gravitas of the whole thing as well, kind of uh, the, the the psychological sort of aspect of it. But I like, I didn't pick pick up on that. But if that's if that's the case, then uh, if you know, well well played. Uh, the, other than that, the matches the matches were okay. But um, I mean, I was gonna say kind of predictable, but <laughs> unfortunately, I can't play that card. <laughs> given it given our score. Um, the, the, probably the most predictable was uh, the one point that everybody. Sorry, Paul, and I said one point again. Sorry, um, the one point that everybody got um, was Becky Lynch retaining against uh, Dewdrop. So yeah, uh, no no shocks there at all. Uh, but everything else was kind of a bit, little bit skewed. The Edge and Beth Phoenix uh, match maybe not, but everything else just seemingly fell out the window. Um, but what has happened since the Royal Rumble? Loads, seemingly. Um, as we, we ended up missing a little bit of time, like I say, the, the road to WrestleMania is starting to reach full swing now and matches have already been confirmed for WrestleMania, um, especially after the, the Chamber pay-per-view uh, this past weekend. Sorry, premium live event this past weekend. Uh, has, has anybody had a chance to catch up with any of the Elimination Chamber shenanigans or, again, the bits they wanted to? I, I did watch it all. So. Me too. Me too. I was very surprised at that, but the, the one the one benefit of a company that you follow deciding to take lots of blood money is the time difference. Um, the, so, so the pay-per-view actually started in the UK at 5pm, which for me was kind of nice because I got to watch it with my kids. So that was the first the first one they've seen happen live as it as it unfolded which was which was pretty cool um i have never seen somebody go as loopy um as them two have watching watching it um when but but weirdly when roman reigns won i was like i I know you're six but that was the most predictable one what the hell are you doing anyway well um yeah so so yeah I, i very much enjoyed it i thought the matches were all pretty solid from start to finish the crowd were invested, obviously, because of the, the spectacle of it being somewhere different. Uh, and it actually felt like uh, an important part of, of the WrestleMania build. Um, I will quickly run through the matches and the results, uh, but every single one of them seemingly had implications for, for WrestleMania. So Rey Mysterio picked up uh, the win against The Miz. Roman Reigns defended the Universal title against Goldberg by technical submission, i.e. I think Goldberg's just so old he fell asleep. Uh, Bianca Belair outlasted Alexa Bliss, uh, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley in an Elimination Chamber match. Um, the, the boys went nuts for Bianca as well. They absolutely love Bianca Belair. Naomi and Ronda Rousey defeated Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville by submission, even with Ronda having one arm supposedly tied behind her back slash by her side, uh, but still managing to apply an arm bar for the finish. Drew McIntyre defeated Madcap Moss, which there was a horrible bump in that match. Um, if you've not had a chance... Uh, uh, sorry, 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 just keep jumping in, but have you seen that he's come out that he's completely unhurt by it as well? It's insane. Unaffected. So oh, if, if, if you've no idea what, what we're talking about, if you've not seen what happened to Madcap Moss, um, imagine... 
making a paper aeroplane, or if you've ever made a paper aeroplane as a kid, and there's always that point where when you've played with it for like 10, 15 minutes, the front of it gets crumpled up into some kind of horrible concertina mess. Imagine if that was your neck for about 10 seconds, because he just properly lawn darted into the mat. It was do, you know, do you know what? I, I don't even think you need to go that far. I, I think it's just a case of he got thrown. He got he got thrown over and decided that rather than put his hands down to stop him, I've got a perfectly good face here that will sort of break my fall. It's, it's fine. But what? What? Even his face? Was it? was like bang, like bang on the top of his head, straight into the ground. But it's, it, just... it almost like it, it. It almost felt like it started with his face and he just rolled onto the top of his beam. It was just it, it was like it looked. It looked horrendous and then obviously they made it worse by slowing it down and showing it in slow motion it just the, every, every angle they showed it from it just looked worse and it was just like I'm not I'm not sure if that watching that footage back in slow motion if it proves how tough a guy he is or if it's just that he's got some kind of genetic turtle parts to him and his neck's just retractable because it, uh, he, it, it, he it made it he may have been having a genetic turtle after he landed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, not not good. Um, but yeah, also on on the card, Becky Lynch pinned a returning Lita to retain the Raw Women's Title, and then in the main event, Brock Lesnar picked up the win and the WWE Title, as we mentioned before, inside an Elimination Chamber match against AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Riddle, and Seth Rollins. Lashley was obviously in the match too as defending champion, but a concussion slash shoulder injury that just seemingly came from nowhere saw him removed in the chamber in the early going, so he was unable to defend the title. That was a bit of a bizarre moment as well. There was, apparently, it's come out afterwards, but there was rumours that he legitimately hurt himself at the Rumble. And it's just been sort of, it's just been since then, so... So yeah, if he's no if, if he's been if he's been working hurt since the rumble, um, ima- imagine if it, if he got yourself a, some sort of concussion or, or upper body injury, that's it's not going to be comfortable to sit on a plane for God knows how many hours to go to Saudi just to stand in a see through box <laughs> for five minutes. That was pretty bad. The the um, I don't know if you if you've seen the way that like the the match unfolded. Um, the last two chambers to be released would have been Lashley and Brock Lesnar. So the, the, it's doing the random flashing lights, and the one that the one that lit up to be released fifth into the match was Lashley, but obviously his chamber was empty. Um, and I, I've seen a report that says it was unscripted, but um, Lesnar didn't want to wait for another few minutes for his cage to then open, so he just punched his way out of it instead, smashed it open. <laughs> And uh, it, I mean, to be fair, it was absolutely the right call because it did look pretty badass. But um, and it, and it, it worked quite well for him from that point onwards. But it was uh, it, it was quite fun to see. Um, but yeah, the eagle-eared and eyed amongst you will now know that this has set up the uh, Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania, and it's already been billed as title versus title, winner take all. Um, this is the point where. I, I do have to apologise for every single getting over that's ever going to follow this because for those of you that have been with us a while, you'll know that I'm going to keep predicting Roman Reigns until The Rock turns up. Um, so strap yourself in, kids, because we might have another year of this the way it's falling. 
Um, so yeah, Brian. Sorry, I was just going to say on a, on a sort of a side note, um, it's it, as if it wasn't in, incredibly obvious that that's going to be the main event. It's come out, I, I believe, this evening that that will in fact be the case because Charlotte versus Rousey is the confirmed main event for the first night of the pay per view. That's good. I haven't got that, so that's good. Um, Brock, however, does have a title defence at Madison Square Garden in the lead-up to WrestleMania, which may add another competitor to the occasion at most. But currently, it's billed as a unified heavyweight uh, championship match for WrestleMania, which is pretty cool. Um, it's the first time that we'll see a unified WWE champion uh, since the inception of the Universal title back in 2016. Um, well, on the men's side, at least... Yes, of course, yes, yeah. Um, so how how do we feel about that? Like, good, bad for business? Uh, the, only thing, the only thing I can think is that, obviously, in the discussions I've had with Fox and the discussions I've had with the USA Network, they've both said, we want Roman Reigns on our TV station. So they've just gone, right, how can we do that and not piss them both off? Just give him both the belts, and then he has to do—he has to do everything, basically. Well, that that answers that answers my question about like why they would go back to to one main title holder, I guess. But I guess for me, probably a bigger question um, is that is is it an early or oh, sort of maybe not so early, but is it an indication of the beginning of the end for the brand split? It wouldn't surprise me, obviously, like. The 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 like oh God, I can't speak. The I was going to say the cutting of the contracts or the the sort of the the reduction in the numbers of wrestlers would probably indicate that they're not that bothered about having a, a, a massively diversified roster anymore. Mm. So you would have thought smaller numbers makes it a lot easier to control the storylines across two shows. So. Well, that, that it, it just when I was putting my notes together for this, like it just stood, like as soon as I thought about it, and I was sort of writing down. I thought that just sticks out like a sore thumb. Like it, find, it you know, they, they can tell you it's about cost cutting and all the rest of it. And genuinely, if that's the case for the company, as you know, we've discussed already a hundred times about how much money they've made in the past and all the rest of it. But genuinely, if that's the case, it feels like reasonable thing to do that they would just put it back to one one roster between the two shows um, I mean and, Andy can um, now come in and talk about how they will all go to Vince McMahon's other company I'm sure so I was wait, I was waiting for a point to be able to get in there I was like you know when you when you've got to keep your other company going and you've got to send all of your talent uh, over to your other company although uh, you know when you've got talent coming back from your other company uh, which we'll have to cover at some point, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when you when you've got to keep your other company topped up, um, yeah, it probably makes a lot of sense to just put the two brands together and have have AEW and WWE as the, as your two brands. Is that is that not? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we'll go with that. Yeah, good. Well, I've. I've got just just continuing from you know with the, with the title stuff. 
I did mention that all of the uh, matches from the Elimination Chamber had WrestleMania implications. You probably think Drew and Mad Cat Moss might be the exception to that rule. Or, actually, is Drew the perfect person to be that Madison Square Garden title defence? Uh, I thought I thought it's already been it's already been said that it's Lashley. It has, but the, the caveat was there about if he's recovered. Ah, uh, okay. But they, they sort of said that that's going to happen if. Well, I mean, we're, we're not dealing with a company who likes to set anything in stone. Are they? The, the world card is always subject to change, and whilst Lashley's been certainly the more recent champion. Drew, for me, almost feels like a bit of a better fit because of the history with, with Lesnar at the WrestleMania behind closed doors. Um, obviously, he's had a, a couple of uh, scraps with, with Roman as well and the, kind of got sort of shafted both times, I guess, there. So I I can see I could see them, them doing that. I wouldn't be disappointed if they did. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe they'll just keep that dry until uh, they need somebody... Somebody to put one of the two belts on after uh, after it comes away. That would be the more likely thing for me that I think they'd do. Because obviously, they like if if we take the last sort of the time they did it with Becky Lynch, I think they. I don't know. I don't know if they were sort of tempted to keep the belts on her for a prolonged period of time, but they seem to pull the trigger on getting rid of one of them off a pretty sharpish. So I think she lost it one. Two pay-per-views after WrestleMania, something like that. Yeah, the, 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 the raw one that she hung on to, wasn't it, until she went off yeah. on maternity leave. Uh, but yeah, so, so WrestleMania this year is going to be another two-night affair from the AT&T Stadium, home of the Dallas Cowboys in Texas, on the 2nd and 3rd of April. But the matches I mentioned that we had confirmed are currently as follows. Um, for those of you again that are watching on YouTube just, just watch everybody's face as I read the first one so Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul that might be the um, piss break coffee brew break or something <laughs> like that just 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 no I've already spoken at length about my opinion on this. I wish they would stop. This this brings us right smack back to this roster thing. The roster issue with let's ship out all of our talent and then like let's just get no talent, nobodies to fill those positions where we used to have wrestlers. You know those those people that used to come and wrestle? I saw, I saw like a. Pro- Can't use the word wrestler, Andrew. That's a, uh, it's a naughty word in Mr. Vince McMahon's language. I mean, what words are allowed in Vince's language? Because you can't use pay per view. Sports entertainer. Uh, Superstar. Whatever. Matt, Matt, Matt was looking like a big fan of that announcement as well. Are you? Uh, what are your thoughts, Matt? And and I know I know like the history of, of WrestleMania in particular goes with the celebrity kind of the celebrity kind of thing, and I, maybe maybe I'm just old. I, I don't get the Paul brothers. I, I I don't I don't get either of them. 
the the one that boxes and boxes a lot just fights short bums that can't can't reach him you know it's like me taking on Seb in a in a boxing match I'm I'm gonna win that you know and and, and that annoys the hell out of me and then his brother kind of turns up in in it's yeah when 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 you like said obviously about the boys going mad for Roman Reigns winning and this this is like the whole model that that Vince has built it on of like oh well if the kids love it then that's that's good that's going to sustain the business forever but at some point at some point people are just going to be like no you've just taken it too far like the Johnny Knoxville kind of thing I was like oh you know fine he does daft shit Jackass is coming out again he used to get beaten up on that for kind of thing and maybe maybe Johnny Knoxville is our generation's Paul brother I don't know but I just I don't know it it doesn't make me want to turn on the telly it it doesn't make me want to watch Wrestlemania I'm not going to sit there and be like oh you know what I'm really looking forward to I'm looking forward to the Miz and whichever Paul brother is is there and and probably the other dickhead will turn up as well just to kind of do his thing and I'm just like I was like, nah, I'm good, thanks. And it, it, I, I, I don't get it. And why Why is Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to build superstars uh, and we're building our own superstars, but we've got one of the greats and the, and the son that they're trying to build up to take his position in the company, wrestling the Miz, who's fine, and then just some, for want of a kind of thing to refer back to Johnny Knoxville, and some jackass um, that just, you know, you know it's going to be bad because I don't care how much he's dedicated to it, it's not it's not going to go well. Well, they they had they had a bit of a, an altercation on uh, Raw this past week, and... If that's anything to go by, he's got six weeks to sharpen himself up. Because the Miz, uh, like, sort of fed him, um, I think it was Dominic Mysterio, to, to do the skull crushing finale on. And he sort of, when he, it, just, just everything, it was, it was clunkier than watching a four-year-old trying to apply their own seatbelt, put it that way. It was, it was awful. Or, like, it was so bad to see. But... We'll 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 park we'll park that um, sort of the negative match because the other the other three that have uh, been locked in so far, um, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, it's gonna last more than twenty six seconds that we got at SummerSlam. In theory, that that match could take place like what fifty times. Yes, we'd probably complain by the end of the fifty times, but every single time you'd expect it to be a decent a decent outing. Um, in a similar vein, Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. So the Royal Rumble winner picked the SmackDown Women's Champion to, to face off against at WrestleMania. There's obviously going to be some sort of storyline about why she ducked Becky Lynch comes out of this as well at some point, I'm sure. Um, but again, two women who I would quite quite happily watch, um, you know, in, the, in, in, in that kind of setting for sure. 
Um, and then, of course, the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match, which feels like we've had it a lot so far. But Brock just keeps adding them new layers to his character at the moment. He, he seemingly is doing the best stuff of his career, and he hasn't got the mouthpiece anymore. He's doing it all for himself. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, I did have down on the notes, Paul, so as much as I, I think that that would be the main event of night two, which one would be the uh, main event on night one? But you've, uh, you've, you've found that information for us already. So, so yeah. Um, and then, yeah, moving up, moving away slightly. Um, Andy mentioned earlier about somebody coming back to WWE. Still in the very heavily rumoured stage at this point, but it's looking more and more likely as the days go on. Uh, do you want do you want to furnish us, Andy? I, I mean, I I I'd like to know if I'm the only one that's like, is this not just utter utter madness? So I saw I I, I saw a thing, and then obviously we've had conversations off air about the fact that Cody Rhodes has left AEW with a a very a very long post about his departure which immediately was followed with and is returning to WWE which initially you would go well that's just the, the rumour mill turning but then as as time went on and more looking into it apparently this was not just a, a speculation or rumour or whatever apparently he left AEW to return to the WWE. Am I the only one that's like, what? Because I've spent like X amount of time going, what? So, this just plays into your theory that bit further. Somebody from the WWE leaves the company and sets up the competition. So... I don't. I don't want to be the guy that just spends every single time we have this conversation bringing it back every single time. But you are correct. This feeds heavily into what I've been saying all this time. I, I think. I think the. I think it's all become clear. Well, as as the the rest of the the, the sheets have, have reported, if you like. Um, apparently the offer was too good to turn down um, is, is, is what I'd seen obviously there was no monetary value put on any of this anywhere um, but you know still a fairly young guy fairly fairly uh, you know new baby and all the rest of it he's got to, he's got to keep the uh, the dollars rolling in somehow but um, it's it, it, I mean that's the sort of who would have thought that Cody Rhodes from way back when could potentially have been the internet melter that it, it will be when, you know, if he does re-debut for WWE. But it, it'll be strange to see. And what will be even more strange as well, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in the uh, in the room when him and Triple H finally come face to face after smashing that chair on his uh, AEW pay-per-view debut less than three years ago to then being like him. Um, Alright, boss. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, is it? Does he does he bring Brandy in with him? 
like it's, it's like as as pure pure unadulterated heat magnet that she is. All all the reports that have mentioned him going back are, um, are saying that it's without her. So yeah, she hasn't. That the, what I've read is that she hasn't got a contract there. It's a funny one. I think I think the disconnect at AEW with him particularly is is kind of shown through that even though WWE guys have signed there. He's the only, like, what I would say, a true WWE person. Like, and, you know, you kind of see Moxley and and Danielson. And even though they are WWE guys, they don't look like a WWE guy. He, you know, Cody Rhodes is. He's you know, good-looking, decent hair, great figure, tall. All the things that gives Vince a, a boner. Um, and, uh, you know, I think... Obviously, he's the driving force between AEW getting set up and then he's lost a lot of control as Tony Khan's kind of taken more and more. Kind of, I mean, I think that you, you see the list of jobs that he's got at AEW, Tony Khan. You're like, all right, kind of like, he's like, he's just Vince kind of now. And, you know, I don't think that that's not what, that's not what Cody wanted. He wanted to set up his own company and kind of, do it, not do it himself, kind of thing. But do kind of think, do do not not be answering to somebody as props as much as he, I think, he is to to Tony Khan. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know whether he booked himself into a bad corner with the storylines that they wrote early on. Obviously, he can never challenge for the AEW title, and it just seems to have gone south, particularly for him quicker than what people thought there was um, that whole th- the whole thing though as well about like you say he can't he can't challenge for the aw title so then he became like the tnt champion and then seemingly the tnt champion again so like even though he wasn't putting himself over necessarily at the top of the card he was still managing to do it in the mid card quite successfully and yeah. i think that kind of switched a few people off there really right and again it's the, it's the wwe thing of not building new stars well you know, yes, he had to lose that title to to sort of to other people, but the, who, who's the person that he lost it to? Brody Lee, wasn't it? So again, yeah, the first time, yeah, another another WWE guy, and he, so he let somebody else do the job of, uh, of of building the new stars rather than sort of discrediting his kind of run, if you like. Um, so yeah, so well, another person uh, that is is rumoured to have returned to WWE after being released as well twice previously is Drake Maverick so this time not uh, in an on screen element but the, the his, his new deal is reported to be part of a creative team so that's a interesting one see how, see how that goes for the lad I'm, I'm pleased again is another one that is, is he is decent he's just absolutely tiny he'll never fit that, that on screen mould at all um, but he has got a lot to offer, and I think that that's probably a, a, a you know a great job for him to take. So best of luck to him with that um, completely. So AJ Styles has also re-signed a new deal with WWE on a multi-year deal. Apparently, reported to be worth around three million dollars per year. I mean, it's fine. 
doesn't seem a lot of money when you compare it to a lot of a lot of other sports and, and entertainment stuff, does it? Was there was something that I'd seen with that was that he'd, he'd it was for three million dollars a year, but that he's also managed to sort of factor in some sort of agreement that covers him for bus travel or something. So like, like obviously it means that he's as part of his contract he'll, he'll get the money like up front to be able to buy one of the, the tour bus style things that he'll be able to get converted so he has like a bed and a kitchenette and stuff like that and let's be fair this is AJ Styles the, the, the kitchenette is low down on that scale it'll be the gaming setup that'll be the uh... <laughs> well yeah it's a fun <laughs> So yeah, that's, that, I mean that's that's good news because like I, I was convinced he was going to win the chamber match. To be fair, I thought that it was still going to be Lesnar versus Reigns for the Universal Title, but I would have been more than happy to see AJ walk into WrestleMania with that WWE title on his shoulder. Yeah, but um, then you remembered that it's WWE we're dealing with, so so yeah. Um, but yeah, just and very quickly as a, as a as a final point, something else has happened. Uh, recently, Matt Cardona has won the NWA World Title from Trevor Murdoch since the last time we were on. Um, continuing a hell of a run since his WWE release, um, and also congratulations as well because he's recently got married to Chelsea Green, and uh, he took them both, as in the title and his new wife, to Disneyland Paris to celebrate the honeymoon. <laughs> um, never wants to miss a business opportunity. Filmed about 45 promos seemingly walking around the Disney park with a belt in hand. Uh, but yeah, no, again, that, that guy has got to be the hottest property, or one of the hottest properties, not on regular weekly te- television at the moment, because he's still putting in a shift. Absolutely. Who won? Was he, is it, I don't know if he still is, but was he like internet personality champion at Impact? He beat the, the, the digital media champion, I think. is. That's uh, the one. Something yeah. like that. He won that from Jordy Grace. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, whatever, whatever he does, he turns his hand to that kind of different whatever style the company goes with. He kind of is able to adapt it, kind of thing. I think it's really it's so, probably what you expected from Cody to do. We kind of it seems to have done it better. We, we just we, we're gonna have to uh, come. Bring, bring that to a point we'll have to keep some more for next time but uh, we uh, we will be back soon we obviously will have the Wrestlemania roundup and predictions coming and thank you all again for joining us and thanks for you gents for, for taking your time to, to go through this with us tonight make sure you hit up all the likes shares and subscribes and uh, we'll see you next time cheers boys so there we go we're just into that another one done Another pay-per-view, although I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Um, premium live event done, and one to come. So uh, check out our proper coverage of WrestleMania coming soon. While I've got you, and before you go, please consider subscribing. Wherever you get your podcasts, it's all the same. It all shows us the love. You can also check out our website, which is thecookiecast.com. Over there we've got social media links and email links so you can get in touch with us. There we go, that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then.